I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Inside Sources with Amy Donaldson and Steve Handy. (laughs) Hello, Amy. We've hijacked the show from Boyd. Uh, um, Thank you so much for listening today. Uh, We invite you to join us on the Utah Community Credit Union text line. You can text your comments to 57500. We have a really great question um, from the text line that I thought you might be able to answer, and that is, where does the lead coming from that's been detected? Yeah, thank you. Uh, Let's be clear about that. When 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 water leaves the, the purification site, that's not where the problem is. The problem happens... In the school, in in faulty and old fixtures, where it's been sitting, uh, where it sits, like uh, you know, in the pipes for three months or in the in the pipes, it's not coming from the from the purification source. It's coming from my understanding. It's it's in the school in a faulty, rusty uh, fixture. That's where that's where it can, that's where it can come from. Which is where the retrofitting comes in. That's is, exactly yeah. where you retrofit yeah. that. You you solve that problem. So there yeah. you go. Interesting. Okay. Well, thank you so much for the question and thanks for the clarification. Yeah. Let's talk about Boy Scouts. Uh, yeah. um, interesting. Um, since the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints moved away from scouting as kind of an official right. organization or official relationship. Like, what do you think the future of Boy Scouts is here in Utah? Thanks. I wanted to talk about this. This was my subject. That is, they they said to us, uh, "What's what's topical? What have you been thinking about?" Well, I've been thinking about this a lot. I mm-hmm. uh, I have been a member of the board. I am a member of the board, correct correctly right now of the Trapper Trails Council. There are three huge uh, scout councils in the uh, in the state of Utah: Trapper Trails in the north, Davis County North, and into northwestern Wyoming and up almost into Idaho, and then uh, you have the uh, Great Salt Lake Council, and then you have the National Parks Council, which is Provo, Provo uh, Utah County South. And so uh, I, we was, I was on the board last year at, at, in May of 2018 when the announcement came that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints would, as of uh, the end of 2019, no longer be a chartering uh, uh, entity for, for Boy Scouting. Let me ask you, did that decision come before or after they decided to have girls be allowed to participate in Boy Scouts. I think that girls were already in. We're going to talk to Alan, Alan okay. Endicott, the chief scout executive at Trapper Trails and a good friend of mine in a minute, but okay. as I kind of lay this out. So we, we said as a board, okay, what do we do? Here's what's happening in my council. We, we know that we have 50,000 registered Boy Scouts on our camps. We have seven camps. They were chock full this summer. 30,000 plus kids went to, went to camp. And so then uh, we know that with 50,000 scouts, as of the end of this year, we're going to be at about five thousand, and so we are we are in a mode of of downsizing. Uh, there are people who've been reassigned; they've gone to other employment. Uh, we are uh, uh, working hard to prepare for for the new new scouting. But the but the point I want to say, and that what Alan's going to tell us about, is that scouting is alive and well. So let me tell you, you've been involved in scouting. You were a Boy Scout? I was a Boy Scout, an Eagle Scout. My two sons are Eagle Scouts. Uh-huh. And what do, you, what do you think it did for you in your life? I think that there is no finer youth program for young men than, than scouting in terms of mm-hmm. uh, the slogan right now is, you know, I mean, there is a Boy Scout, but prepared for life. Mm-hmm. Teaching the values of scouting, the moral values of scouting that I think are needed more than ever. And through the, 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 the 
call it inspired outdoor program to teach those skills to young to young boys uh, it is uh it is a marvelous wonderful thing there are lots of things to learn in life and but but scouting scouting is a is a terrific thing alan uh why don't you talk to us about um your role we 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 organized uh, in our council called it the path forward what's going to happen in the future you went about a year ago now to washington dc presented that information to uh the national scout organization the executives so where are we and what's going to happen going forward well steve and amy it's a pleasure to talk to the two of you uh it's it's an exciting time for us right now lots of things are going on as you indicated we uh we put together what we refer to in the Trapper Trails Council as our path forward plan. And that's uh, kind of our guide, set of guideposts for ourselves on where we're going to be going with this transition um, with the LDS Church leaving and giving us an opportunity to serve uh, maybe some other individuals who'd like to be in scouting. And so we're probably, I don't know, halfway to two-thirds into our path forward plan and uh, and we're seeing some very exciting results that are occurring in our area. Now, do you take um, like suggestions, or do you look at other states or other communities who haven't had? I mean, in Utah, it seems really logical that the church would be affiliated with Boy Scouts for young men, but like that's not the case outside of Utah, right? Well, interestingly enough, Amy, I uh, I've served as a scout executive both here in the Trapper Trails Council. Uh, in in Puerto Rico, I served as a scout executive, and then I spent some time as a scout executive in Massachusetts. So I've had a, a, a really great hands-on opportunity to see and live in scouting in other areas besides Utah. And on top of that, I grew up in the uh, San Diego area, so I, I did my scouting as a boy in the San Diego County Council. And uh, so those those opportunities certainly are being reflective in the, our path forward plan and the way that we are trying to align ourselves to be able to provide scouting to the whole community today. Yeah, because I think, um, I didn't grow up in Utah, so, but I think inside Utah, you sort of equate scouting with young men's programs That's with the LDS Church. Right. But the when, Aron- the, yeah. the uh, activity arm of the Aaronic Priesthood. Yes, and so, but when you go out, like where I grew up, like there were, it was a separate thing. Yeah. And there were kids from all different denominations or no church right yeah. they were faith, coming faith there not. For, yeah. scouting. for scouting and there may have been some kind of faith aspect but it was right. very non-denominational and i just wonder like is that the direction you that's go? where we were going okay. i think that that's that's exactly where we're, where we're going the the young man the boy that wants to have that scouting experience regardless you know of, of his of his faith basis or whatever he's doing yeah. there is an opportunity for him uh, to be involved in scouting. And scouting will be um, kind of what we've run in the church is uh, we kind of refer to it as church scouting. There have been some restraints and some things, but I'll tell you, these professional scouters like Alan and his colleagues, they're excited to be able to lead and to run scouting uh, kind of without some of those restraints. Well, and maybe focus on the outdoor aspects. And, yeah. Is, yeah and would that be right, yeah. Alan? Would that be right, your perspective on that? Without question. We... Uh... We, we are in the process right now of organizing uh, dozens and dozens of new scouting units, Cub Scout packs, Scout BSA troops um, for both boys and girls in Cub Scouting and Scout BSA, and 
farther up through venturing and exploring, uh, where they have the opportunity, where organizations have the opportunity to charter a scout unit and be able to serve youth in their areas. So there are lots of lots of fun opportunities that are happening and changing. For example, um, today girls can be in Cub Scouts and Scout BSA um, and involved in the program just the same as, as boys have always been able to be in the program. Many of our chartering organizations are not uh, religious-based today. We have uh, companies, service clubs, uh, other organizations, businesses who are sponsoring scouting units, and uh, people are very, very interested in the diversity of the units that we have now today in our area. Alan, what's that? Uh, you you go to the website. Well, and actually, you let's click let's. On, oh. Alan, can you hang out oh. with us for another go to the segment? Next segment? We yes. got to go to commercial. We have to take Pay a little break, but if you can hang on, the hang phone, on, Alan. Uh, we'll continue this conversation. We actually have some comments and some questions from the text line as well. I have some questions about the involvement of girls and young women. Um, so you can be involved in this conversation by uh, texting the Utah Community Credit Union line at five seven five zero zero. You're listening to Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Inside Sources. I'm Amy Donaldson from the Deseret News uh, alongside Steve Handy. Uh, We were talking about scouting before the break, and I wanted to just – I had a couple more questions, so thank you so much to Alan Endicott, the Chief uh, Scout Executive for the Trapper Trails Council. Um, I just wondered, with the addition of women – I know that's um, been a difficult thing for some traditional traditional scouting people, but some people really welcome the change. Change is always difficult – how are locally, like, how will you guys embrace it? Um, will there be co-ed troops, that kind of stuff? Sure. Uh, well, I guess two points. One, women have been involved in scouting for decades now. It's, it's girls, uh, young women, that are able to be involved in, in packs and in troops today. So um, the way it works is this. A, a pack can have three choices. They can choose to be all boys. They can choose to be all girls. Or a pack can be uh, can choose to be a pack that uh, that accepts both boys and girls, but they have separate dens, so they don't meet together in their den meetings. They only come together for pack meeting, and we have packs that are doing that currently today. On the troop side, uh, the National Council allows us to have boy troops and girl troops, but we don't have boy girl troops, so they they meet separately. Um, so far, we're having we're having a lot of interest in 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 girls uh, wanting to join Boy Scouts today, and so uh, we're organizing units that are able to have girls in them, and uh, they're going to summer camp. We've had some great experiences already this summer with uh, girls and young women in our summer camp programs, and uh, things have been going very very well. 
Alan, uh, remind listeners, uh, for, for folks who want to find a, what, what are called now traditional scouting units, how they would find that. The website is all set up to do that, isn't it? It is. And uh, there's one universal site for, that anyone inside of the state of Utah can go to. It is uh, www.bascout.org. So BASCOUT is one word, uh, .org. And you can go there, put in your zip code, and it will pull up the scouting units in your area so that you can reach out and contact them and uh, express your interest in, in your child joining scouting. Terrific. Alan, is there a difference in the cost to individual scouts with the change, uh, with the disassociation with the uh, LDS Church? Uh, those that were involved in scouting in a LDS-sponsored unit uh, at a certain level had a uh, kind of a increased benefit because the church paid mm-hmm. the registration fees. And in some units, they even were helping out with program fees during the week and maybe with some summer camp. Uh, when you join a traditional unit, your your family's going to have to pay the registration fee, and uh, and then the units support themselves by either having dues or by doing fundraisers. Uh, like we do a, uh, a a popcorn sale every fall. In fact, our council is getting ready to kick that off to help raise money to support scouting. And then there may be uh, some costs associated with summer camp. It just depends on how your unit is organized. Right and how they're wanting to fund themselves. And I guess that would be where this like partnership with businesses yeah, would exactly. be helpful if you could get a business in your community to help mitigate some of the costs for some of those kids that might be uh, yeah. something well, that, certainly. that yeah. would be a that would be a great blessing if that were able to happen. Sure. Yeah, yeah, so the message is scouting is alive and well, but we are in a we are in a transition time. It's not it's it's not going to be exactly what we are used to. And the other challenge is finding, is finding, because all the LDS meeting houses are off limits, <laughs> it's finding places to meet. Those are two, two great uh, items. Yeah. Um, if, uh, if those that are listening are interested in sponsoring a scouting unit, uh, we would encourage them to call their local scout council, and uh, we'd be happy to work with them. If they have a uh, place where a scout unit is able to meet, that's an, a greater uh, plus. But uh, we're interested in serving more and more youth today, and we need more scout, scouting units to be able to do that. And then those that are interested in joining scouting that either may not have been in scouting because they didn't think they could or who were in LDS units and are interested in continuing, uh, and they have maybe a family legacy of being involved in scouting, they can do the same thing. They can go to BeASCOUT.org, or they can call their local scouting service center, and we'd be happy to help them with that. Yep, there thank, you go. Thank, thank you, you so much. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, I think that, I mean, I know change is difficult, and I know there are a lot of people who are sad about the changes that are right. occurring in, in an, any, on any number of levels. But I think it's actually really exciting. I love the fact that it's now open to girls. As I always say, I used to say this in sports, if you think vegetables are good for your boys, they're going to be great for your girls as well. Uh-huh. Awesome. So if, if you're a huge fan of scouting, you should be a fan of the girls participating in scouting. And Amy, we'd, we'd love to invite you to be a leader in, in scouting. You're welcome to give us a call as well, and we can help you to be a scout leader too. Oh, I don't know about that. You don't know about my leadership skills. Uh You might want to talk to Steve (laughs) off the air before. No, just kidding. But I I actually, uh, I love uh, this kind of stuff. I've been involved with some youth groups. I actually get asked by 
I've been asked by some Boy Scouts, some uh, Girl Scout groups, and then a church uh, young women's group who just needed a, a woman who could hike with the kids and Good. Oh, and, yeah. and was physically able to do some of the things Eventually. that the kids wanted to do. And um, that's the other thing that I really thought was phenomenal about the people I've been exposed to is that they made it as accessible to everyone. Like, don't let any kind of disability or any or or cost get in your way um, because there we live in an amazing place and this is just one way to help you kind of figure out how to explore that and and really um, embrace this the outdoor community so thank you i couldn't i couldn't agree more with you amy we live in an amazing place here and uh scouting affords the opportunity to teach youth values in a, a challenging outdoor setting where they have the opportunity to hike to uh practice some scouting skills and to learn the values of the scout oath and law uh, along the way and so uh, and i, and I will say my my horseback riding buddy was an old boy scout and he's the best horseback riding buddy because he knows the name of every mountain he knows oh, all the wow. trails awesome and i just moved to utah and i had no idea where anything was and so i have this like basically a tour guide and i thought gosh i want to be a scout i want to go through the process just to learn all these back you know trails and and the and the you know, how to survive, what plants are, <laughs> you know, what, which ones what could we eat <laughs> if we got stuck out there. But, but anyway, I think it's a great program, and I'm glad it's uh, uh, changing and, and growing and evolving in some new and interesting ways, and it'll be interesting to see what comes in the future. Yeah. Thanks, Alan. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate your help. Yeah. Steve, if you had to say, like, how scouting impacted you personally, like, what would you say? It would be, like, a, one or two of the biggest takeaways. I think one of the t- two biggest takeaways is finish what you start. You have to become an Eagle Scout by the time you're, before you're 18. And I had gotten all of my, like a lot of kids do, I'd gotten all my stuff done, my marriage badges done. I just had one or two little things to do. And it was my dear mother, and a lot of mothers have gotten <laughs> their Eagle Scouts. A lot of mothers deserve a co-Eagle de- Scout. Deserve right? a co-Eagle Scout. And so she motivated me and provided the opportunity and encouraged me and my my father did too and uh that's been a lesson that i learned finish what you start and i should have i should have just finished it and not made it such a such a burden mm-hmm. uh because i felt at a, at 18 going to a court of honor you know i was I felt like i was i was a, i was an adult at that point Mm-hmm. You know, heck, I could have been drafted, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was an adult at that point, so that that's a great thing. But I do think about the, um, you know, the, the scout is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. Why wouldn't you want to espouse those values in your life, mm-hmm. in uh, whatever aspect of life it is, uh, yeah. in business, in human relationships? I mean, so there are just so many wonderful things uh, f- that 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 come from scouting. Well, and if you're like me, I my parents didn't camp yeah, and hike yeah. and do those kinds of things. So these this is these are groups that offer you an opportunity to do some things that maybe your family isn't set up to do or doesn't right. want to do, and you can have this opportunity. Yeah. Um, it's it, that's what I think is interesting about it is the ways in which you could get kids who otherwise wouldn't be exposed to the outdoors, uh, whether that's skiing or hiking or camping or fishing. Um, those were right. those were really I think. Great experiences. Not all of them did I take up as my sure. lifelong habits, sure. but some of them had a huge impact on this idea that hey, if I wanted to do this, I could do it. 
And and as we become more and more urbanized in the state of Utah, what you're just articulating is more important than ever that mm-hmm. we have that 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 boys and girls have some kind of an outdoor experience because I I would think that there are lots of our young people who don't have access to our great mountains and our red rock country and all of these things. Mm-hmm. Cost, uh, opportunity, family situation, who knows what it is, but that's that's not right. Well, I know I because as a trail runner, I run yeah. into people all the time who say, "How do you dare go do this by yourself?" Right. So I think sometimes it's just a matter of getting out on the trail system and seeing how easy it is You're to right. access, how well marked it is. How I mean, we're really lucky. I mean, just the Jordan River Parkway trail system is pretty phenomenal. Um, for an urban dweller, like you can pretend you're in the woods. Yeah, terrific. For miles and miles and miles, yeah. and you're right in the heart of Murray or Taylorsville. Right. So I I I think it will be interesting to see what happens with scouting, and I think it will be um, interesting to see the lives that it touches because of the changes. Yeah, because of the changes. I, I think that, uh, you know, that's that final message. Scouting is alive and well. It hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit different than people are used to, and there's going to be a time of transition, and you articulated that, that sometimes change is hard, but you just work your way through it. Yes. So there you go. And if that's the only constant, that there's always change. That's right. And right now, we're going to change topics. We're going to let you go to break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to revisit the U.N. conference, and I want to talk about millennial misconceptions. Um, thank you so much for listening to Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. We'll be back on KSL News Radio right after this. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.